As we turn to the Aftar of Parshish Shaftim, this Aftar is the fourth of the Shivat and the Chemta of the seven Aftaris that talk about Nechama. And, uh, and it's important to note uh, this, this is the first Aftar that we always lay in Parsh during Elul. Uh, Parshas Re'e is usually Berchus Shabbos Mavarchim of Rosh Chaydesh El, but this year, since it was Rosh Chaydesh, the Akev was uh, uh, unusual, it was the Shabbos Mavarchim. Uh, the Mikhtim Liyau writes that the sequence on the calendar of Tishabav, Nechemta, and then Elul and Tishrei is a sequence that's necessary because uh, after a period of Avelus, a person can't turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu unless he first has uh, a Necham, unless he has a consolation. If one is angry at God, uh, it's very difficult to apologize to God for what uh, for the Averis we did in the past years if we feel that God owes us an apology. It's a very difficult thing to do. And therefore, the the preparation for the days of Elul and Tishrei, the Yom and Neiroim, is Nechemta, is the idea of Nechama. Now, with no Haftairah, is, is it more uh, more clear than in this, the first Haftairah, usually the first Haftairah of the month of El? Uh, the Haftairah begins, Anoichi, Anoichi hun minachemchem. Uh, God says in a double lashon, Anoichi, Anoichi hun minachemchem, I am the one who consoles you. Mi'at vatiri, who are you? To be afraid, for man who has no permanence, who dies, and from a human being who is no different than the grass uh, of the world. Now, really, it's a very difficult uh, posik in the sense uh, that it's true that human beings die, but until they die, they can do us a lot of damage. So we're afraid of people because uh, they're... Uh, in the meantime, they can do a lot of damage to us. Uh, the idea here in this whole Haftarah is speaking to Klal Yisrael as opposed to individuals. Uh, this Haftarah refers to the eternity, eternity of Klal Yisrael. Uh, in the next Pasik, Vatishkach Hashem Oisecha Noite Shemaim Yaiseid Aretz. We'll return to the description of Hashem Noite Shemaim Yaiseid Aretz soon. But you've forgotten God. Vatafache Tomid Kolayayim. And you're constantly fearful, nechamas from the from the anger of the oppressor, as he plans to destroy. And the Navi says, "Where is he? Where is the oppressor of Klal Yisrael?" Again, talking in the eye of history, uh, all of the oppressors have have disappeared. Rav Hirsch here in his Pirush on Daftira. Says These three words belong to the sublimest words that have ever been uttered about Israel's history. What has become of them? That is the meaning of this question. Those who, for thousands of years, in every fresh period of history, you believed that they could smash, etc., to destroy Klal Yisrael. So, in the big picture of Klal Yisrael, uh, Klal Yisrael outlives its its oppressors. Now. I'd like to explain uh, the Anoichi, uh, something that I mentioned here at the Hakel, but uh, 
of the few of you that weren't here at the Hakel, I'll, uh, I'll repeat it. Uh, there's a, a Yisai that Rav Schwab has about every time a Kaddish Baruch Hu talks to Klal Yisrael in the Lashon of Anoichi. Uh, Dali Shur says a similar idea on the Pasik Noichach Pnei Hashem in, uh, in Echa. Uh, the idea of Noichach Pnei Hashem of facing, uh, facing HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shifchi Kamayim Libech Noichach Pnei Hashem. And he says the following. He says the idea, constantly the idea uh, of Eilam Azaz that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is in behest upon him. Anoichi, whenever the word Ani or Anoichi is used, it's meant to refer to a moment of uh, where a person can, so to speak, feel or see the Rabbi Nishalayim. Rav Schwab is explaining the last pasuk of Kriyashma. Ani Hashem lekechem shoetzesi eschem eretz mitzrayim liyos lochem leilokim. Ani Hashem lekechem. That pasuk is actually a very difficult pasuk. In that Ani Hashem lekechem, I am Hashem your God. Ashoetzesi chem eretz mitzrayim. I took you out of Egypt. Ani Hashem Alekechem says the same three words over again. Right? Ani Hashem Alekechem. Ani Hashem Alekechem. It's a redundant uh, expression of Ani Hashem Alekechem. What's even stranger is that in Shema, we say Ani Hashem Alekechem MS. And the MS, we talk about it as if it's part of the sentence. I think most uh, children growing up uh, think there's a Pasuk somewhere, Hashem Alekechem MS. There's no such pasik. Shemalakim Ms appears in Yirmiya. Yirmiya. Right. It's true. Uh, that's that's the remez to this pasik. But Aniya Shamalakechem, it sounds like it should be Aniya Shamalakechem, pause. Ms Yasimanachamikamiyashar. The Gemara says that you're not allowed to be mafsik between Hashemalakechem and Ms. Even Tansi Ashmay Rabba. You're not allowed to pause between the Hashem Lekechem and the Emes. Now in these explanations, it's a, it's a total uh, um, the twisting of the meaning of the Pasuk. The Pasuk, the Hashem Lekechem, is a safe Pasuk. And where is the Emes uh, coming in, Emes Yatsevenachem, being connected to the Hashem Lekechem? So the way Rav Schwab explains it is this idea. And the Hashem Lekechem is the idea of Giloy, of seeing HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyachal. Of having a, uh, an open, uh, connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is hidden. But if a human being tries, he finds opportunities, uh, to see HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Every once in a while, uh, there's that glimpse of HaKadosh Baruch Hu running a person's life. If you're in tune, uh, to picking up on it, you see it every once in a while, a, uh, a, uh, a message from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Ani Hashem Lekechem Ashretzesi Yesha Mi Eretz Mitzrayim means Am HaKadosh Baruch Hu who you saw by Yetzias Mitzrayim is that Keli Vanveo Klai Yisrael perceived Hashem Ani Hashem Lekechem and I continue uh, to be HaKadosh Baruch Hu the HaKadosh Baruch Hu that you uh, uh, that you should perceive that's that's this the concept a person would say sure the Yetzia Mitzrayim they saw Hashem. Maybe the great generations in the Midbar, they saw Hashem. But in our generations, is it really possible to get a glimpse or a feeling of a Kaddish Baruch Hu watching you? So for that, the davening requires the MS Vyatsa Venachai Vikayim Vyasha Venema Vyav Chav Venachman 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 Venachman
it requires a reaffirmation of the idea that if a person searches for it, if a person uh, is perceptive to it, he can see uh, the Yad Hashem and things that take place in his life. It's challenging sometimes, but there are those glimpses where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Metis Venacharakim, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu allows you to see him. So that the Ani, the Nechach Pnei Hashem, the idea that Moshe spoke to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ponim El Ponim, the whole idea of uh, of that direct relationship is this idea that that there are times uh, that a person can can have a certain sense of uh, of the Rabbi Nishalala. When things happen that are uh, just too too far fetched to be considered uh, coincidental. Uh, I mentioned as a quick example uh, the fact that when I came to Arsameyach in the summer uh, some 10 or 12 years ago and the Intifada uh, and they put in a uh, a lock and a guard a, 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 they have a guard station there's not always a guard there but uh, they have a lock to let yourself in I walked up to the door that I had entered many times and there's a lock and I turn to one of the young men and I say uh, what's the combination and he says 1460 which is my home address so it's the odds are like one in ten thousand that uh, it would be my home address. What? And it could have been letters as well. <laughs> they have letters on the lock. But at any rate, uh, it was just. It would have been nice if the letters would have spelled East Nineteenth Street or something. But uh, the point is that every once in a while. If there's no split, you mean? When there's no split, the idea is that has to be. Yeah, the idea is that there's a requirement that it that it be connected. What? The address is twenty-two Shemunat Sadik. I meant the combination is fourteen sixty. My home address in Brooklyn, New York, is fourteen sixty. So uh, twenty-two Shemunat Sadik. Yeah, the next uh, the next uh, address of Shemunat Sadik is in Arab East Jerusalem. Is across the Kvish uh, It's the last building uh, before the before the border, but uh, for the old border, the pre sixty seven. That highway was uh, was the uh, dividing line between. Them. So at any rate, uh, this is the idea. Now, of course, this is in Parsha Shlach, in the third Parsha of Kriyashma. Uh, the three Parshas of Kriyashma are. Which is the first parsha, and Kabbalas Oila Mitzvis, which is the second parsha, and then the third parsha, which contains within it uh, the message of the Tzitzis, the Psilt Chelas, which is really a message of a reminder of a connection to the Rabbi Nishalaylam. The fact uh, the the person who looks at his Tzitzis is supposed to be reminded uh, of his connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And that follows very, uh, very clearly uh, the the two kabbalas, the kabbalas of Achshamayim and kabbalas mitzvahs, is to remind it of Hashem, and that's how Rav Schwab explains the Ani Hashem Lekechem as well. The idea of the Anaychi, he explains that every time a Kaddish Baruch who reveals himself, it's with Anaychi, and Har Sinai is with Anaychi, at the Sneh, Amar Lahem Ani Hashem, it's with Ani, and uh, perhaps he cites a couple of other examples. Where Hakadosh Baruch Hu, when he, when he reveals himself, reveals himself with the with the ani.
Vanoichi has to ask this, and Vanoichi is very interesting. It's a very good point. Vanoichi has to ask the Ponai that the Kashbaruch has a relationship with us sometimes. Now it's interesting, we say in the morning, or we're supposed to say, Ashveinu Matev Chlakeinu Menam Galeinu, right? We're supposed to say, as part of Korbanis, what do we say? Ashveinu Matev Chlakeinu Menam Galeinu, when Kishon Mashkim Marim Vatim Sisa Vatim Midrashis, Oim Mishma Yisrael. What's the Ashreinu Shema Yisrael more than any other mitzvah? Ashreinu Matev Chalkeinu, we shake Lulav. Ashreinu Matev Chalkeinu, we put on tefillin. Now, Ashreinu Matev Chalkeinu could appear to, could apply to any one of the mitzvahs. You say, Ashreinu Matev Chalkeinu, Shemishkei Marim Vatim Sisa Vatim Midrashis. Every other mitzvah, when you finished it, it's done. You put away a tefillin, it's done. You put away a lulav, it's done. The idea of kabbalos, of kabbalah, kabbalah means it's not done. You make a kabbalah, the kabbalah stretches past the actual kabbalah. Kabbalas, oil machu shemayim, kabbalas al mitzvahs, or, or this uh, parish of reminding oneself of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the shema is something which, which stretches or should be stretching beyond the kiyam of the mitzvah itself into... Uh, into whatever it is that follows. So at any rate, this is the Neichei Neichei Menachem. Hamakadish Baruch says that if you want, you can see. And uh, the idea that Klai Yisrael survives and outlives its enemies in the Galus is is that message. A pasuk Yudal, the third pasuk, Miar Tsoyalihi Paseach. The the word Tsoya here. Uh, is, is interpreted as uh, the one who moves. Uh, here means the oppressor is quickly opened up. And Klai Yisrael survives him. Uh, Klai Yisrael does not die in a way of destruction. And is able to continue to survive. Again, Baruch says, It's me. The idea of the name of Hashem is again uh, a first-person relationship. When you know somebody, you know his name. You refer to him by his name. The Hashem Hashem Kelrachum, which is the davening of the 40 days of Elul and, and uh, until Yom Kippur, uh, that davening is a davening of, so to speak, calling HaKadosh Baruch Hu by his name. Referring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a... Uh, in a in a in a daidi relationship, in a uh, in a friend a friend relationship. So Anila Daidi, how do you translate Anila Daidi? I am to my my beloved. What is Daid? An uncle. I am to my uncle or my uncle is to me, isn't that what it means? Anila Daid no? Isn't Daid an uncle in Chumish? Prisoners Osir im Aisha's Daidai. Who's Aisha's Daidai? His beloved's wife? What? Spoke about Adila Daidi. What else are you speak about an owl? What's the point? What it means. Well, everyone translates, I am to my beloved, and my beloved is to me, although Daidi Chumish always means an uncle. Always means an uncle. The way the uh, Bali Mashov explained the relationship between an uncle and a, and a, and a beloved is that the. What? Shira Shirim. It's not about an uncle. He uses died for use the word uncle for for beloved. Yeah, of course, in in context, it means the one I love. 
But Daid, I know Daid is meant, to, the way they say, a permanent love. If, if you, if you have a friend who's not related to you, you can be in love with him, but then you can go each, each one goes his way and the relationship is gone. So the Daidi is an idea of a, of a, of a relative, not everyone loves his relatives, but of a relative that has a loving relationship where it's, uh, it has a certain sense of permanence. That's the way, that's the way it's explained. And getting back here, I have put my words, this refers to the Torah, in your, in your mouth. Again, an expression of closeness. And in the shadow of my hand, I have covered you. It's the second time. An expression of stretching the heavens and placing a foundation to the earth. So the question is, why uh, get all hung up about so again, Rav Hirsch, in his very his tendency to be dramatic, says the following. In these four words, the whole of Judaism is condensed. Can you figure that one out? Huh? Talk about being dramatic. In these four words, the whole of Judaism is condensed. What he explains is the, is the following idea that Lahavdal uh, and other religions, Shemayim and Aretz are contradictory. If somebody's spiritual, he's not physical. If somebody enjoys the pleasures of this world, then he's not spiritual. And to a certain degree, uh, very often you have to choose between one or the other. Uh, he explains that L'ntaya Shemayim V'yayseid Aretz means we believe in the same Bayreyaylam of Shemayim and Aretz, of spiritual things and, and Gashmiyastika things. And that, uh, that the, that the Oretz is part of serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu just as much as the Shemayim is, just as much as spiritual things are. The Deraivin has a Sefer on Hilchas Nida. And in his introduction, he writes that all the pleasures of these world, of the world are available to a firm person as long as he pays for it. You can't steal it. You gotta pay for it. So you go to the store, you pay with money. When you enjoy pleasures of Olam you pay with the mitzvahs. So certain pleasures, you pay with Hilchas Kashras for enjoying food. You do a shechita to enjoy meat. Hilchas uh, Nida to enjoy uh, an intimate relationship. Everything, Olam is made to be sanctified. It's made to be given Kadesh. Shemaim Shemaim Lashem, or it's not Sanlub Adam. That the earth... Uh, Kotzka said, the heaven is Shemayim through God, and uh, earth is given to man to make Shemayim out of it, to make something uh, meaningful, something permanent out of it. That's right, you have to take our and make it Shemayim, you know, go upstairs to... Uh, okay.